0: Hey guys, uh, welcome again to K-pop Fighting. This is uh, co-host TYB, and this is Gyun, uh another host. Another host. <laughs> yeah. So, how was your week, Gun? I mean, actually, we record this like couple days after we record with your Cal, but yes, it'll be sort of week for uh-huh. the yeah subscribers. So, what what did
1: you do? Yes, uh, I made like two songs nice yes it's been a pretty productive week weekend for me
0: sounds good yeah for me I just write and translate but actually it's really soon like there will be soon my like another novel series will be released in English version so I'll mm-hmm. uh, talk to you later which it's the one that I talked to you guys last week it's about the resurrected Mozart oh uh, yeah 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 <laughs> that one we'll talk about that later and mm-hmm. before we Start today's issue. Uh, before I forget, I'll just say we can. You guys can follow us on Instagram and Twitter and give your ideas.
1: Yes, my ins- my uh, username for both
0: Instagram and Twitter is not Gyun. And mine is TYB Kpop. TYB so k-pop. Yeah, no slasher whatsoever. Just mm-hmm. straight English yes. word. So like, please uh subscribe us and follow us and like our show yes so and then i know like it's in the beginning but whoever's listening to this and subscribing this please give us a reply for anything if you guys want to like suggest or ask a question about it
1: yes or a feedback yeah Uh, sounds good whatever it is
0: whatever it is yeah sounds good so last week we went through the third producer it's like a producer week we're almost getting to the end and the Third one was JY Park. Yeah, was really fun episode actually. I, yeah, I really liked it. It was almost like a you know crime real story without any crime, without any serious crime. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like there was like a yeah. c- going to a club in high school type thing, mm-hmm. but it was pretty minor. I, yeah, one. yeah. Other than yeah. it was all like very actually it was very interesting because his life itself was like a movie.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I really like this one movie uh, Bohemian Rhapsody oh yeah yeah it's about Freddie Mercury yeah it, it kind of uh, resembled the movie for me his
0: whole life story it is actually it is and one thing that was that I was having struggled with was see Jin Yong Park is like a celebrity in Korea like a real celebrity like yeah. if you can consider it sort of like you know Donald Trump or Kanye West oh, yeah. like you know Everyone knows about him, and he's like a viral to the viral to the viral. He's, I mean, although he's right now just like you know, family man, father of two daughters. He's basically a, basically sort of a conservative guy now. Yeah. But all even now, like there are like millions of memes about him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. He's also
1: really famous for the meme, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. And he's just, he's just a celebrity. So like. For me, who is already, you know, born and raised in Korean culture, it was hard to, like, say how much would Americans know about him, you know? Yeah. But, like, thanks for Raquel, who came here, like, last time. Yeah. Like, I ca- we could have, like, a balance. So I like this episode. Yeah. yeah. She's already now, probably now, on the airport. So, hopefully, she'll come back soon. Yeah. Well, so. she has a safe flight also. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Sounds good. So after that, we're going to go through Min he Jin. I mean, this, she's like, super important producer, but, yeah. but also very different. Like, of course, other three were all different, like, Bang si Isuman, man and Park Jin-young. They were all different, but like, they were sort of similar, you know? Yeah. They all were like some sort of musician. Yeah, and they all produced. Although like Isuman did not produce the dance music, but he was a rock and roll band like musician. Yeah, and he kind of used that experience, and then he was also a computer engineer. So he used that engineering sense to like control the sound.
1: Yeah, he had a background. They they all had a background in music.
0: Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they were like very entangled in music. But this Min Jin, she's like totally different mm-hmm. person because her major is not in music she's totally graphic design or art aesthetic just career and yeah although she has that kind of background now she's the leader of one of the probably most important label in K-pop industry now world yes so she, her life story is sort of another kind of level i mm-hmm. think it's another revolution like it's how like visual director Minjin kind of Dist- destructively changed or innovated, faded K-pop industry and how she became like a queen of K-pop. I would say she is. Yes. Right now, like as of now, like two thousand three, almost at the end of autumn <laughs> or starting yeah. of autumn, whatever. I think she's the queen of K-pop right now. Yeah. She's at the top. So like, let's begin the story with it. So, well, she, Minhye Jin, was famously. Director, visual director of SM. Mm -hmm. So she started her career at 2002. Wow. She went to. She was hired in SM. Mm -hmm. Before that, it's it's kind of funny. Her father was like a LP fan, like music fan. Mm -hmm. So in her house, there were tons of music, but it wasn't about idol. I mean, yeah. I'm not sure if you guys know, but like. You know, you you said your father's like a rock fan, right? Yeah, he was. Uh, so, you for uh, did you did
1: your father collect LP? Uh, yes. Uh, you might see see some of the LPs. Oh there. yeah, at the studio. Uh, there's Whitney and John Lennon. Nice. And that's only a few, like a part of of his collection. Mm-hmm. There's like. Uh, Led Zeppelin, like Korean
0: classics
1: uh-huh. like Kim Hyun Sik, Kim or, or Wild Flower yes, or Kim Gun Mo, Kim
0: Gun Mo Yu Jae Ha, yeah. yeah,
1: Kim Kwang Seok, Kim Kwang Seok yeah. yeah and a lot of uh, American uh, rock artists
0: probably like Bee Gees or Van Halen. maybe okay. like, yeah, it's yeah, too yeah. American. Like Led Zeppelin or yeah. Deep Purple, probably. So yeah, that kind of music. But like, what I'm pointing out is just like Yoon's father mm-hmm. most LP collectors in Korea they don't listen to idol music no. that's just mm-hmm. no, maybe now I mean now they do probably cause K-pop is now a thing but yeah. until recent no so nope. Min Hee Jin had like a literally zero knowledge about K-pop she liked you know what we call like the third word music but that's very Korean and very prejudiced ter- term I would say not pop music you know like a Italian music like canzone or African music or South African music like South American music just all kinds of different kind of like world music you know like yeah. music from all kinds of different worlds like right now with the Spotify and YouTube everyone now sort of listen to Afropop or Reggae or Latin pop yeah Latin pop but I mean it's like 90s 1990s Like everyone listened to pop music back then and yeah her music taste was very different. She liked all those kind of music and she even liked the movie OSD albums from her father's LP library. So she was nothing sort of a, like a K-pop fan or part of K-pop culture, which you can kind of see in her work. Mm-hmm. It's not idol oriented, you know? Yeah, it's pretty different. Yeah, and there's one interesting thing. She, uh, in college, she liked this team called Hypnosis. H-I-P-G-N-O-S-I-S It's like an art collective from British Britain It's very interesting Like So she was very into art obviously mm-hmm. <laughs> That was her like a major And she had totally different background That's what made her stand out I think later So then in 2002 she went to SM mm-hmm. And already in 2002 SM was like the king of K-pop Yeah Like with all kinds of big names like tvxq or whatever and then with that at first she couldn't do anything she was just you know following the order of the boss and everything yeah and then she slowly kind of persuaded others to follow like a more innovative vision or aesthetic vision of her and there are many, many interviews about her now, like she didn't have any interviews th- when she was in SM, but mm-hmm. after she went out, then now she became like a more of a CEO or entrepreneur, so she had quite a few interviews, and she said her, f- what she consider- considered her, like, first leading project is Shiny's Romeo album, Mm-hmm. I mean, Romeo itself is like, who named the idol album Romeo back then? Yeah, it's very conceptual, and the title song was Juliet. I believe it was a song they bought from America, but then they re, de- renew the work in like K-pop style with more damping, more bass, and everything, yeah. and then they made a music video. to are you did you actually hear, have you ever heard of the album Julia yeah uh, when I was like really young oh yeah okay. it was very yeah. teen pop very high teen American mm-hmm. but it was very different artistic like ethically like it's very different art yeah which
1: was definitely. F-
0: definitely very different and I was like very interested in it but back then honestly her art form wasn't complete I mean it's her first work yeah so, like I was like it's kind of odd but then, after that, then there was like a famous uh, SNSD, a Girls' Generation's G. After that, yeah. was G, right? I mean, it's like a... Who doesn't know G? Yeah, <laughs> it's like a pure eye candy music video. I mean, yes, with her, like... like I think it's... You can consider G as like the first K-pop music video, I think. Because mm-hmm. Wonder Girls, like the... They have like a... We talked about Wonder Girls last episode. Like, they're... Early single like tell me we're good but like the music video is nothing sort of a k-pop music video yeah but in girls generations gee it's like you know everyone is like has like a tick moment mm-hmm. like a, it's almost like a Mims, like memes from memes from memes and they all show their talent they all got the moment to show their talent and they're like how attractive they are it, it, it was very K-pop mm-hmm. I think so what do you want to talk about g uh the the fashion oh yeah
1: the fashion uh, because you know back then um, I'm pretty sure uh, the same uh, applies to K-pop nowadays but back then uh, all these K-pop idols they like they, they were dressed in like these dresses mm-hmm. or uh, they, they tried to like show off a lot yeah uh, basically they're pop stars so they wanted to like be very shiny yeah yeah and stuff yeah. like that uh, but girls generation they were really casual yeah they really seemed like teenage girls mm. well they probably were uh, yeah they were yeah uh, so that felt so fresh uh, like shoot they were just wearing just white y- yeah, t-shirt and, and jeans
0: jean. and then maybe different colored jeans yeah it, yeah
1: yeah probably like wait uh, is it is it g uh the uh, i think that's gt yeah maybe. colorful skinny jeans yeah 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 yes uh
0: that's very distinctive also shiny did that too you know, yeah yeah distinctive colored color jean and like manchester like look yes it's very i think seamless that's the point it's like the music video the marketing the 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 way they dress everything was just complete it was all in a like whole concept part of the yes. whole concept but before except J.Y. Jinyoung Park cause Jin Young Park was an artist except him in SM it was like okay you go buy this best stylist I'll go get the movie director I know music video director I know I'll just get whatever art director I know you know it was just free answer they just get whatever they can get. So there was no whole part of concept in that. Mm -hmm. Which is very problematic in idol music because you have to have this like very distinctive, strong, united concept in it. Like no matter what you do in in idol, you have to make your own world. And what she did was trying to make her own world by like connecting all those Aspect in it, and I think Chinese Juliet and Girls Generations G definitely had it. What else? Oh, yeah, you can't miss it. The EXO's Grow. Oh, man. It's a classic, right? It's, you might think EXO, I mean, Mini Gen is like not like, you know, market oriented, but with the Grow, it's like a super mega hit. It's probably the biggest hit Before BTS
1: Yeah It was a generational hit
0: Yeah And then she kind of She kind of brought up The school uniform Mm -hmm. Because in Korea School uniform is the thing For students High schoolers Yeah And then She Chose it And the visual And you know The music video itself It's like Pretended to be But it's still like You know It looks like a One take long shot Yeah That's like a Symbol of art Film
1: (laughs) Yes Um, Yeah
0: it's very cinema, <laughs> and the whole choreography. Yeah, and
1: you know, which is very uh, powerful. Powerful. They're all dressed in these gray uh, school uniforms, mm-hmm. and some of them even have like the the snapback yeah, uh, yeah, yeah caps yeah. and all yeah, yeah. So, which feels really. They're all dressed in school uniforms, but they, the whole music video felt so uh, free. I guess yeah. Uh, so casual, yeah, yeah. So powerful,
0: very interesting, and it also kind of reminded me of the starting point of the movie Twilight series. You know, oh, yeah, very high teen and for very sure. fantastic, fantasy like with the werewolf, obviously. For sure, for sure. So it's very interesting, and then probably this is her most important work, FX Pink Tape Art Film. Yes, that's probably what made her where she is now yeah yes. so as an artist what do you think of that art film view uh
1: yes what surprised me was that you know me as an artist myself mm-hmm. I try to uh, uh, you know create a story and connect these stories uh, you know within the lyrics and stuff but uh, FX the pink tape the art film uh, you know how uh, there's like these narrations mm-hmm. uh, they uh, i believe it was crystal of fx mm-hmm. narrating these uh stories but in like really abstract lines mm. so they obviously ha- have a story they want to tell us but which was really abstract and which was really artsy and they have these uh shot footages of them really feels really artsy, like movie style, mm. so the whole theme felt really fa- uh, like a fan- fantasy movie, Yeah, and it was totally different. Uh, it felt like a work of art, mm. uh, didn't feel like it was like a K-pop video or something.
0: Totally, yeah. I mean, yeah. she's a fan of art movies, especially European movies. Mm-hmm. You can see, like, she always quotes a length long type French or European art films. Yes. Whenever she works on, and that kind of shows, and it kind of you know broke off in pink tape art film. I I mean pink tape, not just art film. The album image, the costume, just yes. marketing image, just everything became like a legend. Like you should definitely check it out. It was like a legendary. Yes,
1: and the physical album also. It, oh, so they good. they came out in a pink tape package. Yeah. Which is really straightforward.
0: It was yeah. really awesome. It was all united into one. It was like one of the probably masterpiece of K-pop. Like, yes. if there's a K-pop museum, that will be in yeah basically. So yeah, that's very awesome, and that's where her career kind of excelled too. Because yes. like before that, she was a marketer slash stylist slash just yes. visualizer. But then now she kind of had a power to create music video as a leader mm-hmm. so after that she made tons and tons of videos and especially the Red Velvet like she was more of a leader for the girl groups and like all the music video that the projects that was led by Mini Jin, like like Red Velvet or Shiny their lead yes. work you know like mm-hmm. View or Ice Cream Cake Peekaboo yeah those music it was all very you know dark it had some dark side in it yeah which i really liked it had some distorted very twisted feeling so it was very light very happy pop but it went a bit more than that it's not an elevator music or like a heightened pop mm-hmm. that you guys like you know many people are like degrading K-pop is like a bubble pop or just m- yeah like without any meaning. M- bubble gum, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, but like when you listen to or watch Minijin's work, you can definitely, see it's not a bubble pop Yes. Like, I still remember like married to the music, the music is very pop. It's like a Michael Jackson pop, but the music video has some dark side in it. Yeah. So that dark side kind of makes, it's like a, makes the whole taste of the project so, so much bittersweet. A little bit so it complicate the all the scene and I think that tone is what stand it out for mini Jin. so that was really good but she had a burnout for like so long I mean she made like produce five kpop music videos a month which is ridiculous basically just yeah have no time to sleep <laughs> so she had a burnout so she, and then I think this is just this is not like what she said I'm just you know guessing but it feels like because she was not a musician it Mm -hmm. was harder in SM for her to like have a leadership on music or choreography you know so she wanted to have like a total control or total dominance of her project so she moved to Big Hit Entertainment which is now Hype yes
1: the one and only
0: yeah right now (laughs) But it is high. But uh, it used to be Big Hit, and she became like a chief brand officer at first mm-hmm. of the whole Big Hit Entertainment. And what she did was she renamed the label as a Hive. Obviously,
1: oh, she was the one. Yeah,
0: she was the one. Well, wow, Bang asked her to change mm-hmm. it, but you know, so it was her. So she was. He's the boss, but still he asked her wow. for making it. So made the name, design of the logo and all the label names. Wow. So she made a hype with the logo design. And also she rebuilt, like she literally made the building of hype. Like the design? Yeah, the design. Wow. So it's in Yongsan right now. You can't yeah. It's like yeah. so big. <laughs> and yeah, which is she, like
1: really big.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then she made the build. That's why, like, for a couple years, she left SM at like 2019. But mm-hmm. for a couple e- years, there's like a vacuum since the beginning of New Jeans. Yeah, like a year or two. Yeah, that's when she was building the high building. Like, literally building high. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, well, she didn't, like, probably, like, yeah. do it, but she was the leader. Wow. So, yeah, so she made the building. It's crazy. It was all like the. Br- so she rebrand the group basically the the label actually yeah
1: she was the one that's responsible for the rebranding yeah
0: yeah yeah. i mean the probably the company wise and then like the technically or the grouping wasn't probably her suit Mm -hmm. but the brand and then the image the logo and then the building yeah (laughs) that was all
1: part of her work yeah that's what she's the best at right yeah yeah
0: yeah imaging and like branding marketing yeah exactly and then after that now we should talk about her most important work now obviously new jeans <laughs> yes. yes you can't miss it yeah new jeans i mean no one says it but you know new jeans and it's mini Jean oh so it's like mini jeans new work basically oh wow i, I it's a speculation, probably not, but you know, it's a very big coincidence. Yeah, that's
1: one way to see it. Yeah, it, yeah. Like,
0: there was a joke that BTS was in Korean, uh, boys made by Bang Bang. Hyuk. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> <Bang laughs> Hyuk,
0: yes. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, so yeah. so like, uh, like birthed by Bang, boys birthed by Bang, or something uh, yes. like that. But yeah. like this new jeans was like, wow, it was like a it was like a revolution, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you can't <laughs> just deny it. I mean, it's been already almost two years after their debut, but it yeah. was shocking. It's like,
1: pushing two years. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be like two next year.
0: Yeah, it was like uh, a legendary start. Oh, do you remember like first time you saw the attention? Yes, Uh, I remember
1: uh, I was like scrolling through Instagram uh-huh. and like these It was probably like like a promotion Mm -hmm. post that New Jeans, uh, the first extended playlist came out, Mm the EP came out. And I wasn't aware of New Jeans at all, Mm -hmm. but the visuals were really stunning. Like there was this one photo of them, Mm -hmm. like photographed from below and all the members were like uh, surrounding the camera, which was pretty different from the normal K-pop aesthetic yeah I was like okay this is different and I press play the first track was probably attention uh, it felt so chill because mm-hmm. the, the k-pop girl group songs that I was familiar with was probably really intense yeah yeah uh, really uh, like s- synthesizer based yeah aggressive uh, aggressive
0: like aspa you know like, like yeah. Type music. yeah
1: like i'm not trying to like talk down on them but yeah, it's but like it's a different thing yeah so eugene's they came out with a really chill vocal really chill instrumental uh even they used some of the house
0: uh style drums yeah yeah, yeah. It was like a revolution i mean like i like really love aspa's music i, yeah. I just spoke about her because she's like the her debut, like their debut was like the, like the, what should I say? They were queen of typical K-pop music back yes, then, right? Yes, yes. It was like the cream of For everything. Sure. everything. But like, everyone was doing it. And Minijin was kind of questioning that. Like, why should it be always so aggressive and so upbeat and so mm-hmm. fast forward? I mean, it should, it can be chill and it can be like, you know, cafe Oriented, or it, I mean, you can listen to New Jeans in cafe. Yeah, probably not ASPA
1: Yeah, and even in the clubs, you can listen to New Jeans. Yeah,
0: yeah, and then New Jeans music is very mild and yes, and very you know it's chill and that's it's kind of like everyone was doing like the fast ball mm-hmm. for as a pitcher and then New Jeans was the first group that made like a knuckle ball, you know, it's yeah, like a knuckleball ball, and then it worked really well obviously and it was like shocking with the and then the song form is totally different cause you know New Jean's, yeah, unlike New Jeans, all the girl group songs had like a rap part they had a distinctive hook and everything but New Jin's kind of destroyed it all of yeah.
1: and and their shortest song is like 36 seconds
0: yeah yes that's pretty hectic man it's very avant-garde so like they destroyed and then they kind of destroyed and denied all the rules and created her, their own universe in the mm-hmm. first EP, definitely. And then, the attention was very extremely interesting, like, the aesthetics, it was crazy. When yeah. I first watched the music, I was like, so shocked by the aesthetic of the music video. It's like, both me and Gyoon had the experience to live in America, but like, it felt like a, you know, fake America. It's like America, in a way, of freedom and, you know, bright, Mm -hmm. and, like, there's so many abundance of things, you know? Yes. But no one dressed like that in America. Come on. No, (laughs) no. It's so well-dressed and very well-designed. Well-organized. Yeah, all in details. Yeah. I mean, America can be organized. They can dress good, but it's just... It's thim- different, like American mm-hmm. design, American music is very simple, you know, but it was almost like, you know, Japanese denim, like, oh yeah. Complicated, very well articulated, very detail oriented. So it was like, I felt like I was watching a fake uh, high-team movie from the 90s mm-hmm. that, like, Japanese were making for the USA. It was yeah. like, Totally different feeling of aesthetics. Yeah, Uh, that's very interesting. So, do you wanna like say anything about the aesthetics of new jeans?
1: Uh, yes. Uh, basically, what what felt different was that they were all, uh, they were all basically teenagers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the aesthetics were like focused on their teen Mm -hmm. real life experience uh, experiences.
0: But they never. I mean Minijin never been to America but it was very America like experience. Yeah.
1: And one thing I want to add is that uh, marketing wise, uh, splitting one music video into four or five <laughs> yeah. is not that efficient, right? Not at like, all. As a view wise yeah, or yeah. Uh, you know, uh, stuff like that. Yeah. Number wise. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, uh new jeans they split their Hype boy probably video into four parts uh, as their uh, members each member had their uh, their own music video yeah I think it was pretty uh, groundbreaking mind-blowing yeah because uh, that really helped their world building Mm. uh, and you know it might not be efficient as numbers but still, it really helped them build their own uh, fandom and worldview, and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I, I really liked what I really liked about New Jeans was it's very American. It's very USA like yeah. one of my friends said it feels like LL Cool J's music video. It's you know, uh-huh. very chill and yeah. very hype, but it has like an Asian, more so like Japanese detail. Mm-hmm. that you guys can't miss it it's just like you're from a fake world that you've never been to but you kind of want to see it. that was to me very interesting I mean because art doesn't need to be a reality it has to capture reality in a form that's a bit different mm-hmm. but you have some truth in it you know it's kind of like a more of a distilled version of truthness in it so it sh- doesn't need to be realistic but it has Some realistic USA or Japanese culture in it that it's to me felt so 90s, but it's a 90s that I've never experienced because it doesn't exist, (laughs) yeah. So that's very interesting to me, yeah. That anything else you want to point out in attention,
1: uh, in attention, uh, the choreography, oh, yeah, choreography was really uh, catchy, I guess it was, uh, they had their uh, one specific move uh in this you're gonna be looking for
0: attention that part, yeah 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 uh which went super viral of course uh, I, I can now see who did like the love me right music video because like love me right music video has like a football team vibe yeah which doesn't exist in korea obviously american so, football Yeah, right? american football and it's so usa high school or yeah say college <laughs> vibe but attention has exactly the same vibe of yeah. you know, dancing. It's like a cheerleader vibe in it, mm-hmm. which was really, I, I felt so interested in it. I was like, so shocked by it, actually. It's like, they're like breaking, shattering all the rules of K-pop, and I like it still, you know. Yeah. Like, it, was like a, it was like a revolution, yeah. And then after that EP, there was another shocking single, Ditto. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's like a shocking thing. Uh, probably even Gyun didn't know it, but there was a very very famous uh, high school horror movie and then it kind of, in the 90s it it's called Yago yeah. Dam so it's like a horror story or scary story from the female high school yeah it was very 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 popular in korea during the 90s mm-hmm. and it kind of all the scene and its aesthetic reminds me of that oh wow so it's a very what should i say not tech, it's very scary it's like there's something very dark in it you know although the music itself is very light and very
1: nostalgic
0: very nostalgic some. and it's yeah f- awesome music and then the john oh come on like musically, is there anything yeah, like, to talk about you know uh
1: you know they mixed like baltimore club jersey club uh sounds into it so the sound itself was really trendy yeah but the way they organized the song it was really different from the uh typical Jersey Club Baltimore Club sounds uh so they really mixed the, mixed the genre, American uh, Club Music Genres into K-pop
0: and they, it was nothing like K-pop
1: no uh it felt really R&B yeah um, it was
0: t- so simple like t- how many instruments are there like what three <laughs> yeah like uh maximum
1: four yeah uh, and uh I believe it was released the week before Christmas. Oh. So I remember the song itself was really a uh, winter, a mm. uh, winter feeling. Yeah. So I listened to it a lot uh, last Christmas. So
0: it was really great music. I mean, with the, uh, like a reminiscent of like the old Clash horror film. But also, I want to point out that "Ditto" is the last ending sentence of the movie called "Ghost." Oh the the you know the the romance yeah movie. the romance yeah. between the, the dead yeah the lover and the girl, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. the new Moore movie. Yeah so old. I, I I think it's not a coincidence. I mean yeah the what she, she said to the ghost in the end was Ditto and that's the ending of the movie Ghost. So they kind of mixed the Korean horror movie with the American horror movie and had some romantic feeling into yeah. it it's f-
1: that is a great take and it's yeah. a very
0: great mixture of everything it was very creative it was sh- shocking yeah <laughs> I mean who would say like Baltimore Club Sound would be like a pop song in Korea yeah
1: it's, it's just and crazy and also uh I, again I want to point out the marketing part oh yeah because uh Later, uh, after the music, and the music video dropped, mm-hmm. uh, uh, some New Jeans fans uh, found out this one blank YouTube channel.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: the the name was probably like Panhisu or something. Yeah. Uh, and Panhisu is apparently the girl that appears in Ditto music video. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, so th- the Panhisu YouTube channel uploaded some of the found footages. Uh, of Nijin's, uh members like uh, practicing for the ditto music video uh, and like their uh, school life daily life and stuff like that mm. so it was kind of like a b-side of ditto's music video
0: Oh, that's so clever
1: uh, and and on the description of the video it it had like these uh diary type of feeling into oh. it so like it really adds the depth into the uh, Data world, mm. uh, and the craziest part is they never, like, v- they never like openly talked about it. So the YouTube channel existed, like, ever since the whole ditto thing started.
0: They just didn't it, say it.
1: No, it's so like a Treasure Island. Yeah, so like people, people just found out. Like the One Piece, it's crazy. It's
0: uh, 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 so bald. She's like a. R- she's a rebel it's just crazy yeah she's a rebel, she's a
1: rebel for, sh- that, for sure that's crazy
0: and then the recent of i mean i really like the zero two with the hook the hook coca-cola Mar- oh yeah it's like a Korean. what should i say straight jingle mm-hmm. that everyone just knows it was very you know kiddish jingle that no one takes a specific you know account
1: of or don't it, care. It's kind of like Korean Eeny mini miny mau. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: and then she put it and not it's not her but like the team put it The group work obviously they put it in the hook of the song and it worked. That's that's just crazy and Yeah, uh,
1: people Some people don't like it. Some people dig it, but me personally I felt it was pretty weird at first But it really grew on me And the song is amazing.
0: I think that's a point of Minijin. It's weird. Well, it's kind of stuck on you. It's like she always have a dark side in it. And it's very mixture of weirdness and prettiness. It's not just being pretty or happy. So it's not a a candy pop or bubble pop. It's really different. It's very different, (laughs) unique. So like it's very artistic in a way. So that's very interesting. And the recent album was uh, it was like Billboard number 2, <laughs> super, super successful, and the single that we want to point out is a Super Shy, right? Yes. Yeah, is there anything you want to talk about? This single?
1: Uh, yeah, uh, the second EP, Get Up, mm-hmm. I believe that that specific album really made them, like, a household name. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in the pop world, it, yeah. Yeah, in the pop world, they really... Everything they do nowadays sets a trend. Yeah. For everyone. Uh and the so the song Super Shy went really viral on TikTok. Yeah. And YouTube, whatever. Exactly. And they really they collaborated with the Powerpuff Girls and they also like put them put that aesthetic in the music video. Yeah. yeah. So it felt really colorful. And the song itself is really good. They they mixed in like the UK garage. Uh, genre the drum and bass which is really su- really trendy right now so it, uh, it was really fun to listen.
0: I was surprised like I was you know we all listen to music on spotify right right and when I'm listening to it whenever there's a new genes it's a seamlessly trans you can translate trans to pop song it's like mm-hmm. very spotify oriented song yeah <laughs> it's like pop basically it's a both strength and weakness of new jeans but I think for new jeans it's a strength because for sure it's their they are the one who sets the trend and they're the first person who does it so because it's new jeans yeah it's uh-huh. new jeans so like it was very very clever I think
1: mm-hmm.
0: so and then you know their work is just keep going and right now and before we uh, move on and end the episode there's one thing we have to say it's uh controversy of her which is the Lolita Complex controversy oh wow yes. we just can't miss it I mean I, there was a saying that many of her works had like a reference the uh, movie that's linked to the Lolita Complex oh yeah like a movie leon mm-hmm. and everything so what's your take on it uh I don't really
1: know too much
0: on it okay
1: I, I, yeah. b- that's okay I, but I, Yeah, I totally get where they come
0: from. Yeah,
1: and to have my own take, I believe I need to like dig dig in deeper.
0: Okay, I I mean, I I would explain. I mean, that's all it was, and oh yeah, that's pretty much it then. But like, I say, I would say like, first of all, like the new jeans itself is very like unique, and it has a lot of aesthetics in it, right? And then there were many K-pop haters, especially for girl groups, because they feel like you know it's like a low-liter complex. Yeah. Like, I mean the Taylor Swift of Korea is IU. Like oh, and yeah. IU ha- was always attacked with the low-liter complex, right? At yeah,
1: twenty-three. I yeah, believe. something like yes. that. Yeah,
0: like they, I mean, she looks still like sixteen. Honestly, <laughs> she's, yeah, she's in thirties. <laughs> she's thirty something. Yeah, but she still looks sixteen, right? I mean, yeah. that's just kind of just comes up and go, but I think it's wrong because, well, first of all Minijin is a heterosexual woman, first of all and then it's more important that's probably not the important, but the most important part is, it's we as a Korean do not know all the story behind the art, behind the movie or everything, We just get it and she kind of figured out okay this is not what we have to do so now after that she's taking care more seriously and Mm -hmm. more checking everything and and i think and i think now they were not gonna have that kind of problem on it Mm -hmm. but but one thing we're sure is like there was that kind of problem in european art scene and that kind of went move on to mini Jim but now she realized it has a problem i think that's a more way of saying it that yeah. it was a problem of the whole pop scene whole art scene and now we're getting rid of it we're moving yeah. on to it it's kind of like hip-hop you know like hip-hop had some some controversy of like a lot it, of controversies a, yeah like <laughs> takes a woman and everything but now snoop dogg or dr dre they're moving on there they get it and they are now moving on, right? They are yeah. solving their problem. I think that's the same with the K-pop scene. Yeah. Now we are moving on.
1: And since it is a se- really sensitive matter. Yeah. And and because uh, only two, the rest only two of New Jeans, two members of New Jeans are legally an adult, yeah. and the rest of them are underaged. I, I believe main uh is aware of it yeah and uh, I, I believe she is trying to be even more cautious yeah, on this yeah, matter because yeah. it's like really sensitive
0: it is it is and um. then I think it works because like the recent works you can see the work it's changing and it's yeah. and, and it is going to different directions so I am really interested because like now they're they're still so young well yeah the is still almost getting to the adult now so because their concept was so high school so now what are they going to do is a totally different thing now yeah yeah so that's going to be a one thing that I'm going to be very interested in and honestly about the teenage underage thing I think new jeans always did what the high schoolers do authentically Mm -hmm. I think there was no like too sexual concept or anything like that and then honestly there's a so many problem in the pop scene that like it's hard to blame them but like they're trying to solve the problem so that's a good thing yeah and Adore is trying to make the boy band too
1: oh man yes Which,
0: so I, I can't wait to see them I mean, it's gonna be so interesting
1: yeah like uh, with all these uh, infrastructure yeah on Adore um, and you know you know the instrumentals by 250 or Frank uh, and all the marketing strategies they have yeah I, I really look forward to
0: it <laughs> I think we should definitely the, you pointed out like the great things for us to and which is the 250 250 is like a what should I say it it's she's using BANA the label I mean they co-work not using they're co-working co-creating the music which is really clever because BANA is like a in Korea BANA used to be like the symbol of underground music yeah beasts and natives alike yeah really artsy creative yeah yeah they have like a rapper Benzino which is like a king of indie yeah
1: and then they use that
0: for like the biggest project ever in yeah Korea.
1: and the experimental hip-hop duo yeah. XXX
0: yeah
1: uh, the the producer f- of XXX is Frank who made cookie yeah. and uh, stuff like that and the rapper Kim shim wrote for new jeans also lyrics yeah
0: yeah even Benzino tried I do these yeah on ETA yeah ETA so it's like they're trying it's like mini is using uh, outliers or you know like those rebels Yeah. those you know kind of like people who are at the not at the center of the scene at all and then using them to create like the most mainstream work so so they can have like a different creative outcome yeah so like she is right now the strongest force that's moving forward the kpop scene right now yeah so that's why I think she's a queen of kpop of course mini jeans and new jeans kind of what dominant the chart for like the more than half of the whole year Mm -hmm. (laughs) or something probably the probably more than the half of the whole year I think still on the charts yeah Uh so on like the chart performance is crazy but not just that it's just like not just about the money but like the creativity and the innovative like spirit that she has she's like right now the ruler of K-pop I think Yeah, right now so like that's something to take care of I think I I think there's so much to learn from her because like mm-hmm. she always was very edgy wasn't you know afraid of doing something different yeah always a pioneering and with like Isuman retiring and 방시혁 become too big right now to like manage the one project because he's doing everything right? yeah I think Min Jin is right now like the leader not the leader of K but more like a queen of K-pop it actually like empress or something yeah. so She's just her music and her works kind of inspires everyone in the industry right now
1: I want to uh, point out yeah. something uh, uh, I want to like I like to compare Minichin as the Virgil Ablo of oh. K-pop oh. because you know Virgil Ablo uh, he was the legendary designer yeah. of Off-White but he started out as an architect Oh. Uh, he, he wasn't even a fashion designer yeah. at first, so his view on Fashion was really different mm-hmm. from the usual fashion designers, so he uh, He approached fashion in a way he approaches the places uh, An atmosphere so that's why his designs were really different really creative and later on he Put his creative aspects mm. on music, also, right? And that's why I believe Minijin was really different. She started out as a visual designer, visual uh, creative director, mm. and now she is like the leader of K pop right now. So that kind of stuff really inspires me as an artist, also, for myself. Uh, it It kind of Guides me to look at the creative process in different aspects. So, yeah, that's the one thing I wanted to point out.
0: That's really great. I mean, yeah. although she was not from like the music expert side, tea mm-hmm. side, she kind of changed the K-pop into a more visual aspect. And I want to also add or like end the episode with: if there's one thing that stands out in K-pop, it's mm-hmm. visual. If yeah. there's well probably visual and the relationship with the fans, mm-hmm. but the visuals, if there's only one person you can talk about in K-pop's visual, it's definitely Minijin Yeah, so for sure. She's one of the core reason why K-pop is so unique and so well designed, well mm-hmm. crafted. So, so it's like a great work. So like there's nothing more I can add on to it, and. So, that's the end of Minijin for today's episode. Yes. Yeah. So, next time, I believe we're moving on to different topic. Mm -hmm. So, like, which we will talk about later. So, for the next week, stay tuned and we'll see you next week. See you next week.